Hello, this is Rich Martin and Nick Federici, and we, we are, are your host on the Second, Second Chance, Chance Cafe, Cafe Podcast. Podcast. We're getting very good at this. <laughs> so, hello, everybody that's listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, last week's podcast with yeah. uh, at the cafe, which was like a, uh, a freestyle. Mm -hmm. That's what you call it—a freestyle where yes, uh, Nick brought a, a message, I brought a message, and then uh, people were asking questions, and it was a very, very, uh, very good service we had uh, Friday. Amen. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, any comments, any prayer requests, you know you're always welcome to call us at 514-259-1464. Yeah, that's 514-259-1464. I'm going to get it too eventually, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, be free. to. And if nobody's answering, you do, I think there's an answering machine yeah. Yeah, sure. And you leave your message and, and your, your phone and your, number, and, and we'll call you back. And your name and, and your yeah. prayer request, and uh, we'll be sure to put it in there. It's very mm -hmm. important. So, Nick, how was your, you know, how was the cafe today? Oh, today was good, but yesterday was miserable. And uh -huh. then, because I was sick, man. Yeah, yeah, you, you told me you got bit by a spider. A spider. But it was not only really that, it was the diabetes was high. Okay. And that, in addition with that, it screwed me back. Maybe man. it was a sugar spider or something. I don't know what it was, but I mean, he got me good, man. Yeah, I, I know. I could see your eyes there. And he gets you on the eyebrow. He, bought, he bit you on the eyebrow, on the upper eyebrow, right? You know, the night before I was sleeping and I felt a zinging traveling up here. Oh, he was he, traveling I, on your face? No, in my vein. Uh, no, oh, okay. a nerve. Okay, okay. Ah, so that's when he must have bit me because I felt I woke up, you know? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's a punk. He's and, a punk, huh? Yeah, the devil's always trying. Man, I was talking to this guy. I cut a piece of my finger off. Ah, no. But it's going, it'll go so, back. Uh, that, uh, so uh, adv advice for our listener here. Don't be talking <laughs> while you're cutting. Yeah. <laughs> With a sharp knife. That's right. Yeah, man. <laughs> that could be very, very dangerous. So remind me what you were speaking about on Friday again. You were uh, speaking. Uh, see how much I pay attention. No, okay. no, no. I was speaking concerning... <laughs> Paul yeah. and what he suffered. Exactly. How five times he got whipped. Not 39 times. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah, now I remember exactly. That's, that's two. No. He said five times, 35 times, something like that. 39. Five 39. times, 39. That's a lot of So whipping. five times 40 is a. Uh, but not in one shot there. No, no, no. Of course, five different times. Five, yeah, different times. five different times. They whipped him, man. <clears throat> 39 times. That's a. Uh, 200 and no 180 <laughs> no it's 186 times yeah could you imagine if you get beat 40 you're supposed to die that's why they 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 uh they whip you only 39 times because one uh, 39 minus 40 minus one is 39 because they believe that 40 you will die they at the okay three times you were stoned to death then when they left him for dead could you imagine Three times. Three times he was shipwrecked. And many, many times he was hungry. Yeah. He went without food or water. Yeah. Day and night, it says in the Bible. Good man. And we complain when it's raining. Yeah. And I hope it will rain soon to wash my car. Yeah, not just the washing the car, but I mean for our rainforest that we're having yeah. now in Quebec and in oh, Canada. Oh, man, the fires are going what do you crazy. Have to tell you? What, do you, what do you have to say about these things? Going well, on? Carol, my wife, she yeah. says that it was... It's instituted by the government. So it's the government that's actually playing, playing, with, that, playing she, with matches. But I don't believe that. You don't believe that? No, she blames everything on the government. <laughs> <laughs> the 
conspiracy theorists. You know, they believe that junk. Yeah, yeah, but it, uh, yeah, it's a theory until we find the proof. Okay, okay. okay. So it's a theory. So her her theory, I guess, is that they would do that. What would be the purpose for them to do that? To get people to move out, to move out of the to, countryside yeah, and go to the cities. Okay. So they could institute the 50-minute uh, city that thing. nonsense thing. That's right. Yeah, it's never going to happen. But this is what she believes. <laughs> okay. You know, because somebody says it, so she, anyway, God bless her. Yeah, but God bless her too, but yeah. it's always good, you know, to examine everything, you know. Yeah. And we can pray. Yeah, you got to find the facts yeah, before yeah. you can. But if anybody is playing with matches, I mean, uh, this is a bad thing. I was, But it's funny that you say that because I did see a police officer, you know, the police officer that came rogue there and he uh, was supporting the convoy and uh, supporting for freedom, you know, and he, he had to leave the police force. I, I don't know what's his name again. Maxim something, Maxim, you know. And he was saying that uh, in his in his Quebecois, you know, slime mm -hmm. there, how it is... Um, how it is now, you won't be, all the parks are off for summer. So nobody's going to be able to go fishing. Nobody's going to go uh, camping, wild camping. Yeah, but they must be big parks because these parks around here yeah. are all open. That's what he's saying. You know, all these parks where you go fishing and hunting. And now they're saying, oh, well, you know, you can't even eat the meat when you're hunting because it's full of viruses and stuff. So this is another way to bring people to control. Sure. This could be confirming Carol's uh, yeah, theory. But, but that's one man's of, opinion. Yeah. One man's view. Yeah, yeah. And she's going to fall for that or other people. Well, will. there's Maxim Bernier also. He's another Maxim, okay? Maxim, do you heard about next Maxim no. Bernier? He's the, he's the uh, president of the People's Party uh, of Canada. Mm -hmm. He's going to go in the, for the election there for the federal. And uh, he was saying, he, he, was, he says, I, I wouldn't be surprised that, is, uh, that this is like uh, an attack to, to uh, bring people for, uh, you know, to push the agenda for the global agenda thing. Okay. Now, the because he says there's nothing wrong with wildfires. He says it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, it cleans up. It's, it's natural. If he says when you look past the past years, there have always been fires. Always, yeah. And then it regrows. Yeah, it's but, part of the cycle of life. But they're nuts. You know why they're nuts? Who, who are you talking about? The government. Okay. People that institute laws, right? Okay. They're, they, nuts. <laughs> they're out of their mind because for thousands and thousands of years, there's been forest fires. There's been all kinds of fires, right? Right. And never hurt anybody? No, no. Okay, but they stop you from burning... Coal or um, wood in your stove in your yeah, house. You don't want you to warm yourself with wood. That's yeah. polluting. Yeah, no, that's not polluting. That's, that's called, what they say. No, that's called hydro. Quebec is oh, what that's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, they want to support hydro. Yeah, right, right, right. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah. Now, now and this is only one voice so, speaking like me, yeah. just like the other guy, Maxim, whatever. Yeah, you and said. Mazut, Mazut. What do you put the people that don't heat their home with uh, electricity or wood? They use, uh, you know, the, the mazout? Mazout. No. You know, propane, whatever? Yeah, propane, yeah. Is it propane or mazout? Yeah. I don't know. You know, mazout is no, like... No, I don't know a, mazout. I thought it was like it's oil. Don't they put oil in the oil tank? They tank a showed, you know? Yeah, for oil. oil. Oil, that's... There's no gas around here. Yeah, but the people would do that. They would heat themselves with these tanks. With oil. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, that's not good anymore because the oil is... No, uh, that's no problem. No? Everybody... Yeah, that's clean. I don't know, but I mean, oil trucks, I see them all the time delivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for yeah. a house, for a whole, for, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they, yeah, that's it. That's another thing so that they want to uh, put everybody in electricity. But if the electricity shut down, what are you going to do? But they're not, it's not going to shut down because that's the biggest thing they got going here is right, the hydro. Right, right, right. It, it's not going to shut down. Oh, yeah, they but sell so much to the U.S., they're not going to shut it down. Yeah, but I mean shut down. Like what if we do have an outer ice storm? Everybody's going to be f dying. Left and right, they have nothing to warm themselves, nothing to cook. 
No hot well, water. Well, we went through the last one, okay. Yeah, well, it, we didn't survived. Last, it didn't last that long. Yeah, well, but, it, but it did uh, paralyze a lot of people well, we five days without uh, we electricity. Here, another check for you, Nick. I hope so. <laughs> the mailman just came by. How's That's it going, fine. by the way, uh, in the, pod, uh, the cafe there for the finance? Well, you got the finance report right there. Okay, I got it, but, yeah. man, I'm not going to read that. No, well, later on. Whenever. Uh, I'm a vice president. You know, I need mm -hmm. to read these things. Then I'm going to pass it down to my wife. Though. Sure. That's all. I do the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, you do the same yeah. thing. It's too much reading. That's right. <laughs> Just give me the big lines. Okay? Amen. Are we in the red? Are we, uh, are we not in the okay, red? Okay, I want to say something about this conspiracy theory. Okay. During the COVID, yeah. it lasted two years. Right. Right. Now, how long has it been? Two years? Since? The COVID? Yeah. It started, what, in two thousand? COVID-19. So it's 19, 20, 21, 22, yeah. 23. Five, four years. Yeah, almost three years. Like Pastor Adam was saying, it always takes like three years and a half and then we get peace. Okay, so now three and a half years, let's say. What happened? I'm alive, you're alive, we're, all, we're okay. We're mm. not restricted in any way. Yeah, yeah. But There's, a lot died. A lot of people die. Old yeah, people die in their crap and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, because they took the shot and they were... They no, were, no, that's before they took the shot. A lot of they've been... Because because uh, their parents, their family were not allowed to visit to them. To visit them at the hospital. Because or they the were hospital. putting yeah. everybody in lockdown. All right. So all these old people were left by themselves. Yeah, because... No they, medication. They didn't want to pay them their, their uh, what are your pensions. Right. So they made money that way. That's what's bad. And what bugs me is that all these stores that pay taxes... They went out of business. Yeah. That's okay. So now, how stupid is that? How <laughs> stupid can you be to stop them from paying taxes? That's your money. That's what keeps you rolling. Yeah, well, they did. I guess they got another agenda. If, if, if we go back with the conspiracy theory, the right. theory would be that they, they don't want you to own any, anything and they want you to be happy. So they want to give, like a communist regime, you know, mm -hmm. they, everybody's going to get the same check every month. I, I don't know. That's a theory. Right. That's the theory. Okay. That's a conspiracy theory that that's where they're heading up. That's why they want to make this 15-minute city so they can control people, you know. And so they want to measure also your carbon, carbon, because, uh, you know, when we exhale, we exhale carbon. Right. Carbon, you know. We're, so we're carbon polluted. Monoxide. So, you know, they're almost saying, like, why don't you do a favor to community and just kill yourself? Yeah, just die. Yeah. And we'll help you. Because right. they even had a program there to assisted suicide. <laughs> because, oh, you want to help us save the planet? Let's, and you, you don't, you're not interested. Depopulate, yeah. And you're not interesting to live. You don't have anything to live for. Well, let's help you, you know, get on your way so that we, we can save the planet. The planet is doing fine. Sure. It's doing fine. These people, they should be going, you know. That's right. Because, uh, you know... And life should, you know, continue. Make some babies. Don't worry about overpopulation because there's always a cycle, you know. In one point, they want you to die. They want to kill you, okay? The other point is they're getting all kinds of immigrants to come in because they, they're not populating. They're stupid. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the immigrants, I think why they're bringing the immigrant in is that they could get more, vo more vote to, for, for them. All right, but also because there, there's not enough uh, people populating. Yeah. If you have two kids, all you're doing is replacing yeah. Okay, you need to have three or more. Yeah. To, to yeah. yeah, to continue your culture. That's right. It's like the French culture. Now they want to make some rules and this and that. Oh, no, now you're going to have to speak French, blah, 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 blah. They want to implement, and it's going to be a fine yeah. if you don't speak any French or whatever. Look, if you want French people to speak more French in Quebec, just make babies. That's all. That's it. And stop bringing Anglophone people Amen. around here, man. And you're going to have your French people. But that's not what's going on. Yeah. And, and, and another thing, my wife. My wife was telling me, I don't know if I should talk about it, but she was saying, you know, and not to be, be racist, but the, you know, the Chinese, they're very sneaky. Mm -hmm. They come in, you know, and they're going to learn the language. They're going to be very docile and everything and that. But I, after that, 
You see, the, the second yeah. language is not going to be French anymore. It's going to be Mandarin. Like yeah. what's going on in Vancouver, you know? Mm -hmm. So what's on the border? It's English and Mandarin. Crazy. So I know. So because she said to me, oh, because I asked you, how is that going to change anything in your life if they're putting French or whatever? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you'll see you'll not feel like you're home anymore when it's going to be like a Chinese language or something you don't understand. And that's going to be the major language. You're going to see you're not going to feel like you're home anymore. Mm -hmm. You feel like you don't belong anymore. Man. And it is. A, yeah, yeah. And then when she thought like that, I said, yeah, you know, you got a point. Yeah, because me, I'm, I'm bilingual. So for me, if it's French or English, I don't doesn't mind. Doesn't matter, yeah. Doesn't matter. And I know my wife, you know, she still understands French. But she's right. For people that don't understand, it's just making their life harder. You know, why don't we help them? I know that Ken and Wacky said no. I was there, um, you know, um, getting an alignment for my wife's car, by the way. Mm -hmm. At uh, Diablo, it's not Diablo, but Diablo, close. <laughs> yeah, good guys, good people there. Uh, salutation to you guys. And uh, they, when they, I was reading the local paper, and they, they said no to the Quebec thing there. When they put their foot down, they put their foot down, and they're right. Already, you know, it's confusing for them for na native language. They're teaching to the, your kids in school not to, for them to lose their native language. Right. And then we accepted English. Now you want to impose French. Is this going to be more confusing? Mm -hmm. So he said, no, no, no. We, uh, we're not going to buy into your thing. Amen. And I'm glad for them. At least they're standing up for stuff, you know. You got to stop banging on the table. <laughs> Anyways, so today on the podcast, I would like for us to discuss a little bit about the gift of the fivefold ministry mm -hmm. that they give in the Bible. Okay, so where, first of all, was that written? We're going to take a pause to look at it in the Bible right now. Okay, so we find it. Yes, yeah. so found it. I'm sorry. So you want to read it? Yes. And it's it, where is it? 4.11. It's 4.11. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Yes. And he gave, Jesus Christ and God, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. This is what God gave a church. Now, if a church does not have all these fivefold ministries, it is not fulfilling God's purpose. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm positive. Okay, what about what people are saying? Uh, oh, you know, uh, the apostles, that was just in the time of Jesus. So do we see, if, if we look into the Bible, do we see a new apostle? No, there's no new, new. He had the apostles then. He has them. When apostles opens up churches. Okay, now we call them missionaries. No, a missionary goes on a mission field. But doesn't he open up churches? He does, but on a mission field. Okay, okay, okay. An apostle opens up a church in his local area where he was at. Okay, okay. So the guy that opens the, the church, he's got the gift. That's a gift, right? right. To so start a church. That's a gift from the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's one of the fivefold ministries. So it's not, is, is it like a, like the, the Bible uh, Institute, Bible school that's giving no. gifts? No, that's a school. Oh, here's your certificate of being an apostle. No, Mr. that's Nick a Federico. teacher. That's, no? See, there's apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and then teacher. The teacher, now, that comes from the Bible, Bible the school. The school, yeah. But it's is it it's still a calling from the Holy Spirit? It's one of the fivefold ministries. Yeah, you should gift. be called first. No, this is a teacher. He's last. It says here. Okay. All right. An apostle, he goes and he opens up a church. Right. A prophet prophesizes. Yeah. He speaks okay. the words of encouragement. Right. A prophet speaks from God to the people. Right. A priest speaks to God from from the people. Yeah. Yeah. The priest. Yeah. Okay. Now priesthood. That's it. So, but we are all priests now. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. everybody that is saved, accepted Jesus Christ, they're priests right. and uh, 
kings. But can we all be apostle, prophet, evangelists, and doctors and teachers? It's possible, and, yes. Paul was all of them. He had all fivefold ministries. Oh, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul had them all. All of them all. All fivefold. And today, do you know any of uh, any apostles that you know of? No. So do you, do you say that, do you think that the, the Holy Spirit is stopped giving no, this? No, he didn't stop. Because no. there's still a need to open churches. Yeah, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right. And so if he's the same, he was as he was, God is the same as he was, it'll continue. So there were, So when we're reading this passage here, this is after the uh, the twelve's apostles were doing their ministry. That's right. So the apostle Paul says there are still apostles that have been giving to the church. That's right. He didn't say it's finished. No, never says it's finished. No, he he never. This is one belief. This is another conspiracy that's going on. Cessationists, they're yes. called. Yeah, yeah, that they're saying that, oh, no, no, you know, there's no more miracles, right. there's no more casting demons, there's no yeah. more past. And if there were, it's only was done by the, the apostles. Uh, that was in the time of Jesus. And now today, if somebody claims to be an apostle, he should be looked upon as an heretic. No, what they're doing is limiting God. Right. By saying things like that. Right. They limit God, they limit the work of God in man. That's wrong. Totally because wrong. Because they don't understand it. Because to understand the works of God, you need, it to, you need to have the Holy Spirit in you. To work in faith. That's because right. you don't understand it. Exactly. Because how can I explain it? I cannot explain. It's the same thing as Nicodemus, when he went to Jesus, and with his, his carnal mind, tried to explain, how can a man be born again? Should he go back into the woman's womb? Right. And then Jesus is looking at him. What? You're a doctor and you don't even know that? That's because it. if you can't understand the, the earthly things, how are you going to understand spiritual. the spiritual yeah, things? Man. So it's a spiritual man that's got to be awakened, activated, if you may. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. To know the truth and stand and, on the word of God. And to understand the things that are from the Spirit, right? Right. This is New Testament. Right. Okay. So why would God put in here, um, and he gave some, and he, and he gave some, Apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why would he allow that to be written if it wasn't true? Yeah, if it wasn't for today too. Yeah, if, this is New Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is after all the apostles got whatever martyred or whatever the case was. Right. You know, this is God's word. It's perfect. So I believe it, and we shouldn't even. But like, what say? What what if somebody just claims to be an apostle? Mm -hmm. We should. How do we recognize he is? Well, he, you check him out. How find do you, out if it's true? Okay, you check by the fruits. The fruits. You know, I'm not saying that I'm an apostle, but I did everything that God tells us to do in here. Lay hands on the sick. I watched. But you're recovery. sort of an apostle uh, in opening the cafe. In a, for a cafe. And style. you're helping to start a lot of church through the cafe. Yeah, well, five churches have opened them. See, that's that's pretty much an apostle work. I, yeah, I know. But I don't call myself an apostle. I call myself an evangelist. But it's like a gift, too. Yeah. You could have had that gift. I still see myself as an evangelist because I hit and run. I'll come to your church. I hit and run. Yeah, I come in there. I give it to you. One day, in, uh, I forgot the name of the church, man. This was about 16, 17 years ago. Okay. I went there. It was mostly an all black church, but the pastor was white. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they asked me to speak, and then later, the Friday evening, he says to me, he goes, Nick, could you speak at fornication? 
Oh. Would you speak a little bit about that? Because if I do, you never know, because they might leave, you know? And they, I may, said, they sure. might stone me. Yeah, I'm going to hit and run. So <laughs> I gave run. it to him. I said, how many of you here are having sex outside of marriage? Oh, okay. Clearly. Clearly. I said, you don't have to raise your hands. Just think about it, okay? If you are, you're in sin. And I gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Sin will cause you to go to hell if you continuously live in that. Exactly. All you got to do is just wait. Mm. And remember this. No dingy, dingy. No, no ringy, no ringy, no dingy, no dingy. Oh, I gave it to him good. And hey, listen, well, I didn't say that to my wife when I first, you know, met her. I said, look, no ringy, no dingy. But I mean, uh, pretty much the gist of it. I said, look, if we're going to be going out together, then it's for marriage. And if it's for marriage, I think we can wait for the uh, intimacy after the wedding. That's you know, right. sure. and she was very happy with that. Good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, but because you set the rules and the standards. Yeah, know. And what uh, marriage is about. Yeah, I guess I was led by the Holy Spirit Amen. in that sense. You know? That's right. Sure. So, okay. So coming back. So you believe that you're an evangelist. And an evangelist, that type of gift, what is that? Uh, explain to me how, how, so how did you know that you were an evangelist? Because all I want to do is share my faith. I wanted you to, I wanted you to come to Christ. Amen. Now, after you come to Christ, go find the church. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, I, you don't have to come okay. to my church. Just in your local area, wherever you're at, that's where you go. So an evangelist is somebody that heard or saw the good news and shares it. And he's so happy that he can't keep it for himself. Amen. And he says, you need Jesus. That's right. I remember you hearing you saying that, but they need Jesus. You know, they need Jesus. Sure. And, and that's that's what was pushing you to become a, an evangelist yeah. and walk into this gift that God mm -hmm. has given you. And then people that were led by the Spirit would just call me it. Hey, brother Nick, I know you're an evangelist. They would just know it mm. by the power of the Spirit, you know? Mm. And that's what I consider myself. I don't consider yeah. myself a prophet. And I also consider myself a teacher. Yeah, I love to teach the Word. But a prophet is also, I see a prophet. Yes, you're speaking the Word of God. But also the Word of God is always, a prophecy is always a word of encouragement. Right. For and, future I, and I see you having the gift also of a prophet. Yeah. I think you pretty much have all these gifts. I don't know. Yeah, as the Lord wills. That's because right. look, you open up, you helped open up a lot of church through mm -hmm. the cafe. That's like the gift of the apostle. Five, yeah. And you're an evangelist. You're pastoring me. So that's that's that gift too. You're an evangelist. You go out and preach the good news. Uh, oh yeah, we saw we we were saying we were talking also about those three gospels: the gospel of repentance, mm -hmm. the gospel of John, the, the right. repentance in water, and the the gospel of the good news and the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Right. Okay, another day we're gonna have to talk more about that, and uh, but uh, and then you had also the the gift of the, the teacher, right? We we covered all these five. Homes. That's right. So we we had the uh, apostle, and the, the order is apostle, prophets. No, no. Apost yeah, yeah. Apostle, prophet. prophets, and, and then pastor, evangelist. Oh, evangelist. Apostle, prophet, evangelist. evangelist. Then pastor, pastor, teacher. Then the teacher. King James is pastor hyphen teacher, meaning so they're that together. Every pastor has the ability to teach. Yeah, but not every teacher is a, is a pastor. Yeah, oh no, that's so true. Okay, so because you, being you, a pastor is really somebody that's going to take the time. Even the, the old days, pastor that would go up at you, your home and see how oh, you're doing. You know, amen, yeah. those that's a very. Uh, you know, I met pastor. Why well, mm. I, I didn't meet him? I heard of pastor Mario Spiridiotti. Okay. Mm. This guy here, they told me twice. He would see that you're not in church. He's at your door. Boom, boom, boom. See? Brother, that's the gift that's of a the, pastor. That's a pastor. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was waiting for this guy. So one day I'm walking down the, uh, the aisle, you know? Yeah. I was taking an offering. <laughs> he gets up. He goes, are you you're looking for me? 
<laughs> I said, well, who are you? I'm Pastor Mark. I said, yeah, and we hugged each other, man. It was so good. Who are you? You want yeah. to fight? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man, my it was gosh. good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So these are the five gift-full gifts that you need in every church. So everybody could can aspire to have these gifts. That's right. You just got to have an open heart. So just be willing to let the Lord lead and, you. And uh, I believe also that the, uh, that everybody is different and uh, has different uh, abilities and qualities. Mm -hmm. But we shouldn't let ourselves, you know, oh, well, I'm too timid, whatever. God, because it's not a spirit of timidity that God has given Amen. us, but it's a spirit of power, power love, love, and a sound mind. And a sound mind. I like that. <laughs> sound mind. Yes. Yes, because we need to wash her. And when, when, and when you're preaching to the word to, the, to somebody that doesn't know, don't judge them. Just love them. That's all. Love. Pour the love of God on them. Amen. Remember how God loved you. Oh, And how he was long-suffering with you, you yeah. know? And share the love of God. Exactly. Jesus is love. Show, share his love with others. Because people, they really need today the love of God. They really Amen. need to know that they are special. You are, mm -hmm. that you are listening right now on the podcast, you are special. And God loves you. God is thinking about you as many as the grain of sand, you know, like you said, you know, yeah. in the sea. So as many as their grain of sand, that's how many times God is personally thinking of you. Mm -hmm. So you that you are listening, that's, oh, what is my purpose? You know, maybe I should die. Maybe I should just take my pension and, you know, punch no. my card. No, 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 no. You're still useful. Amen. And you know what's, what's funny? When I was at Kanawaki and I was reading the uh, Kanawaki paper, their local paper, right. they are inviting the elders to tell their story. Beautiful. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. A big page. We invite you to come and tell your story because we don't want people to forget. And it's to involve the elderly. You're not, mm -hmm. we're, we're not done with you. You got stuff you can bring to the next generation, you yeah. know. Come and tell your story. You know, come and tell the story when, what it was like when you were there, you know? Mm -hmm. And in the same thing, you have a testimony. Come and tell the story, what God has done into your life. And you'll see, you'll be blessed by giving. Amen. When we give, it comes back. And the joy that comes with it. Ooh, and the joy to know that God is using you to, to make another mm -hmm. life being transformed and changed. Amen. Amen. So this is about the call of God. These are just an example of the five ministry, but there's so, so many other ministry that we could do services that we could do mm -hmm. because there's like four four calling okay so you got the calling of salvation so for those who don't, don't understand that is because one of these days you're gonna have to uh, come to uh, come to hear about this appointment that you're gonna have with god are you ready to meet god Amen. You, are you sure in your heart there that you are saved that you mm -hmm. have salvation well you can have salvation if you you put your trust in christ and you believe in the sacrifice that God did through Jesus Christ on the cross, you can be automatically saved at that moment. Amen. You don't need to add anything with your works and with your with your gifts and whatever. The, the only works and gift that's been done is Jesus Christ on the cross. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. That's the first call that God is giving us, the call to salvation. The next call is the call to sanctification. You want to talk to us a bit about what is the, what is called holiness? Sanctification is being set apart. Yeah. You are set apart by God to be filled with the Holy Spirit to live a holy life. Amen. Holy unto God. Not and a holy unto man or holy unto God. Like you were saying, not living in sin. No. no. Think about it, though, you were saying. That's right. Yeah. And this is something that maybe it can sound like uh, almost un impossible. You know, you're saying, my gosh, how am I going to be living without lying? I, I remember when I accepted Jesus Christ, 
This is, was the big, big weight that was off my shoulder. I didn't have to live in the lie anymore because mm. I didn't like who I was and I was living in lie. I was pretending to be something that I was not, you know? And I had always a story and whatever. I was inventing stories, you know? Yeah. But when I accepted Christ, I got an identity. Amen. I'm a child of God. That's right. I'm saved by grace. I got a purpose. I got, he's got a plan for my life, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I, I could walk in truth. I, don't, I can walk in the light. And when you do that, God is going to bring you more in His holiness, bring you more in His sanctification. Yeah, You're going to hear the calling. You feel so good that you want to do more. Amen. With God, for God, in God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. So for you, you are listening to this call there, call of holiness, call to be set apart. Pray about it and you meditate know, on it. Brother Rich, in the kingdom of God, there are no spectators. No. Spectators, someone accepts Christ, they want to die. Yeah. No, that's not what it's about. Uh, it's about being a participator. Yeah. You're not a spectator. You don't just look around. You got to speak up and let people know you are saved and they need salvation also. Amen. And that's an evangelist. Amen. And I'm encouraging you that is listening that you may be knowing somebody that they find that they're very, uh, oh, they're, they're useless. They don't want to work. They just want to be on welfare or I don't know. You know but... Even if they don't want to work and they're on welfare because, I don't know, maybe uh, they're sick or whatever. If they want to have healing, they got to start moving. And God's, gonna, God's going to act upon their faith. Your faith is going to be, show me your faith to your works, you know? Amen. That's how, that's how James is saying, you know? That's right. So if you're just standing there waiting for the gods to act, God to act and God to provide, you know, I mean... The Bible even said it's the, the one that doesn't want to work doesn't eat. That's right, man. You shouldn't even eat because God wants you to be active. So if you don't know what to do, why don't you go read a story to the kids there in the library instead of giving the job to the drag queens? Uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> you know, because if, if Satan is taking your, your place, it's because there's a lot of Christians that should be going there mm -hmm. and, and visiting people in the hospital, visiting the children in the libraries. So that way, if we're doing good, there's no room for the devil to step in Amen. to take our jobs, you know? So don't think there's... But just pray about it. Be meditating because everybody's got a gift. That's right. Amen? Everyone. And everybody's got the calling. The calling for salvation, the calling for holiness, and the next calling is, the, which I was just thinking, is calling to good works. God calls us to do good works. He has Amen. prepared good works before us. That's right. So that's what we should be doing, you know? Like what you're doing here... Okay, it's maybe for some people it seems, oh, well, yeah, always the same people coming in, you know, or just feeding the same people. How do you know if there's any change? You're just being obedient to God. Right. You're opening that cafe every morning, seven, I mean, six days a week. Right. <laughs> and the, the rest. Five. Yeah, and the rest of the days, uh, it's it's like uh, there's there's services. There's a church now right. open with the Sunday. hub with Frank Yamateo. Amen. And there's like a youth uh, group on Saturday. Yeah, youth group on Saturday. Friday, Friday you can, night we have a service. You can come at 7.30, you know, but come a little bit before if you want to have a coffee and everything's right. free. And uh, in the week, everybody gets a free meal. So, you, you know, this place has started with a vision that was placed in Nick's heart. Mm -hmm. And it's been going on now for 23 years. Amen. And there's miracles. How many people have got saved? 600 and... 628. And uh, people that stop alcohol and drugs? Over 200. Over 200, you see? So, got it. This is a miracle in itself. Amen. This is a blessing in itself, and it's going to keep on... And it might multiply. We might see other Second Chance Cafe. Mm -hmm. Nick almost crossed over there. We almost lost Nick, but God says it's not your time. Yeah. I'm not done with you because Richard is, is crying about you. So, because of Richard... <laughs> 
Amen. <laughs> and a lot more, I think. Thank you, brother. Because a lot of people were knocking at the door. Where's Nick? Where's Nick? Where's Nick? So, because, yeah, we need to uh, catch the vision because this is a beautiful opportunity to serve. But there's many, many, many other opportunities. Sure. You could serve at your church at Good News Chapel. They got this university, okay? And then you, you learn the Word of God. But inside the university, you got to be a service. So what are you going to do? Amen. You might, you know, you might serve with the kids. You might mm -hmm. uh, be a greeter. You might be an usher. You, you know? know, right across the street, which is a laundromat. Oh, yeah. Right? And uh, Danny is his name, the owner. Yeah. He did our, he's an electrician. Yeah. So he did some work in here for free. And he, he's a good man. Good man. And one day I said to him, I said, why don't you put a TV in there and play Jesus movies all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, mm, you're the evangelist, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said no, but this is how it's you a win beautiful them. opportunity. Yeah, they they got to sit here for at least a half hour every day, exactly. Good idea. or whenever they come, and they're going to hear about Jesus. They're going to see about yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Man, that'll touch their heart. Yeah, it's I funny know. you're saying that because um, you know where I do my income tax. Empo uh, Laurenti, there is mostly Hispanic people there. Good people too there. And uh, what they play on the TV is just for laughs. Uh, yeah. So people are there, you know, instead of being depressed about thinking how yeah. much I'm going to have to pay to the government, they're, they're laughing because of course it's, it's just, it's for, just laugh. for laugh yeah. jokes. But it would be nice there that he could put some so Christian to music him. too, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know I should suggest that yeah. to him too. You never so know. that people, you know, could be saved, could be healed, could be transformed right. by listening to so many uh, ministries that are online there, like oh, uh, Mark Hemmons, by the way. And uh, Mark Hemmons, I, I translated for him when he came to Montreal. And I was listening to his ministry. And you should see, he's got a lot of testimony of uh, people being healed, amen. transformed, and delivered. So when people are telling me, oh, no, you know, the miracles, that was just in Jesus' time. I'm sorry, my friend, but you've been hiding somewhere under a rock because mm. there's still miracles. Amen. And people cannot explain it. People that have autism and are being healed. Can you imagine that? Sure. People that have cancer. You know, and then being healed. He had he had four degree cancer. That's I don't know how many degrees you could go, but I think pretty much that's your that you're punching your clock there. Mm. And God healed him, and God restored him, and God put him into the ministry. You know, so and uh, so you, when people say, "Well, you know, uh, these gifts are the, these these people are um, how do you say that? Uh, oh, they're they're new age and whatever." And, I don't care what you guys say because if you're putting down the ministry, if you're talking about, uh, it's like when they were saying to Jesus, if Jesus was there here, by the way, they would say probably he has a demon mm. because that's what they were saying in the, in the time of Jesus. They saying, oh, he's casting out demons by the prince of the uh, prince of darkness. darkness yeah. yeah, he's got a demon. So that's probably what they're doing with all these nice people that are out there, all daring, you know, mm -hmm. because this is what it is, faith, huh? Is you're not doing it with how I'm feeling, how I'm seeing stuff, how I'm hearing. You're just going uh, there. You know, Amen. you're daring. You you just boldly go where no man and yes, woman gone has before. gone before. <laughs> and they're just preaching the good news because God still heals today, still delivers today. Amen. And uh, you can receive it today by faith, you know. And some people will say, oh, yeah, but, you know, faith, Richard, this is the power. Because I was preaching about that. Friday night, and I, I was still thinking, I'm telling you, man, it was bugging me because I was still thinking, you know, what if, what if fate is a power too, you know? Because Jesus said it would be done according to your fate. Mm -hmm. If you have no fate, there's nothing going there's on. Nothing's going to go on. Even if Jesus is there, even if Jesus, the Son of God, is there, you won't get nothing if you, you don't, don't believe. You need to believe. That's it. So you, and you need to trust 
Not on your own, un what is that verses again? That not on your own understanding? Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct In your path. In all your ways acknowledge him. Amen. He'll take care of the consequences. That's right. That's it. Well, what if I look like a fool? Who cares? That's right. Get off that wheelchair and walk. That's Amen. it. Amen. Just walk on faith that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And you'll get it, man. That's it. So those of you who are struggling, I mean, uh, you're hurting your knees there. Well, cast that out in Jesus' name. The symptoms are still there. Believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it. Because the Bible says that you are healed in Jesus' name. It's been done. Receive it. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're gone to the uh, mm. the call of salvation, the call of holiness, the call of service. And what's the last one? Repentance, you know? Well, more, yeah, because the last one is very, it's the, the call of accountability. Mm -hmm. Each. That's the one that because you didn't believe, you're going to be held accountable. Amen. Because, oh, well, what do you say about me that I, I never followed Jesus? What is Jesus going to say about me? Jesus says, Depart from me, people of yeah, maker I, of iniquity. I don't know you. Never knew you. I never knew you. Imagine. So you're not having a. You may do miracles. You may do mm. whatever you want, but I never knew you. Don't have a relationship with me. That's it. You have a relationship with yourself. You didn't believe. You so you you talked the talk, but you didn't walk the walk. Mm -hmm. You didn't believe in who I am, Jesus Christ, Amen. the Son of the Living God. You see. So this is the type of accountability, and not just that, but in our everyday everyday life. Am I acknowledging God? Am I am I acknowledging God? Am I am I seeking God? Am I inviting God in everything I'm doing? Because I'm going to be accountable. Everything mm -hmm. I'm doing, I'm going to be accountable. Everything, you know, so because uh, there's a lot of works that are works from the devil and not works from God. So I, I want to do what what is the works of of God. So mm -hmm. I've got I'm going to be held accountable of my time, my money, everything, everything you say, everything you think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot, man. Yeah. So it's only by the Holy Spirit and trusting in God. I don't want people to go in a panic mode here. What am I going to do with this, Richard? No, but it won't happen instantly in a second. You, you grow in sanctification. You grow in holiness. You grow in the Word of God by reading and obeying and listening to speakers that know, that know God. As you said before, how do you know if a man is truly a prophet or an apostle? Hmm. By their works. No, but you know, I was... Reminded in myself about the uh, parable of the talents. Mm -hmm. Not the talents, oh, you got a talent, I got a talent. It's more like money, okay? And the guy that has a lot will be given more, and the guy that doesn't even have will be taken away from mm -hmm. him because he was afraid. And fear is the opposite That's of it. fear. Amen. And, faith. He, and he hide it in, because, oh, I know you're bad, you know, you mean man, you you want your profit. And well, why didn't you put it in the bank? That's right. You know, <laughs> if, you know if, you, if you know how I am, If you know how Jesus is going to come back, because mm -hmm. by the way, people may be not realizing that Jesus is not that Jesus that was like a lamb or that was that died on the cross or that type of hippie look you think, you know, mm -hmm. he's not that when he's going to come back, he's going to he's going to get like a raging fire. Almighty God on a horse, Lord of Lord written Amen. on his and he's going to come back to judge. What? Yes. Yes. So are you ready for his coming? That's the call. That's the call of accountability. That's are you right. ready? Are you just, you know, lay back, you know, uh, so everything's all good, you know. Yeah, while everything's all good, are you being uh, good? Do you want the Father to say, well done, my good and faithful well servant. Well done. Enter into the rest of yeah. the Lord. Do you want him to say, well done, mm. or you want him to say, 
Why did you? Why didn't you do this? Why, I put this in front of you. Why That's didn't it. you do that? You know why? 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 No, you don't want to hear that. You want to hear well done. You know, I want to hear that. Well mm -hmm. done, Richard. You know, you've been faithful in your podcast. You know. Even if it's sometimes it's not too easy, but because I'm, we're learning, we're still learning. Sure, everywhere. every day. <laughs> but, but, you know, I didn't have any experience, but let's just do it, you know? That's it. He, God is not looking for those that are experienced. He's looking for availability. Are you available? Amen. Lord, here I am. Use me. Yeah. That's all. And then he'll equip you. Hey, 23 years ago, I didn't know what to do in here. Yeah. You know, but I wanted to do it. Amen. You know, I just want to make coffee and at that time feed pizza. That's all that we had. Okay. And then a couple of months later, somebody brought clothes and then the clothes started. Okay. You know, God equipped us as we went along to, by trusting in him Amen. with all my heart and not to lean on my understanding. Amen. Oh, I don't know if we should do this. I just knew one thing. Everything is free. That much Amen. I knew without a doubt in my heart. And that Carol and the landlady, you know, they wanted to do a panini night because we were short for the rent. What's a panini? Now? Panini. Panini. You make panini, uh, you know, little sandwiches. Okay, okay, okay. Five dollars each they were going to oh, sell. Oh, okay. I said, what is five dollars going to do to pay eight hundred dollar rent? Yeah. What is five bucks going to do? Yeah. If we get 50 people, that's four hundred dollars. That ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. So I said, well, we don't, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to trust God and God provided and God provided and God provided. Hallelujah. And what a it, miracle, eh? wonderful oh, God hallelujah. that we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So you are listening there. You're, you're saying, what is my calling? Well, you know, start moving. That's it. Start moving and start uh, looking. Yeah, it's good to pray. You know, okay, yeah, you got to stop. You got to pray. But sometimes it's good to, to move. That's right. Because people are just going to church and listening to one message, listening to another message, and they're not doing anything. It's one message after another. Amen. And in the meanwhile, people are going and falling into hell. That's right. You know, so think about that. Every second that we're speaking, there's people are going to hell. You know, think about that. Mercy. You know, seriously, do you really have more time now to just sit down and, well, I'm going to wait to see. I'm going to get a sign. What, what has God got to do? Dance on his feet so that you can mm. see that he wants you to do something. <laughs> we got those callings. And remember the last one, the, account, the accountability, the call of accountability. Everybody's going to be held accountable. That's right. For the life, the time that they've been given on this planet and what they did with it. Because. Mm -hmm. Nothing belongs to us. Amen. But everything belongs to us. Also, the Bible says. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to be. We have to be wise, you know, and use everything that God has given us for His glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And just Amen. give it back to Jesus, and and He's gonna bless your ministry. He's gonna bless your life, and your life will be transformed, never to be the same. Joy, 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 unspeakable, <laughs> and full of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm just gonna read this about the call of God here on uh, the Touch Point. It says here, it's part of being human to search for, to search for our purpose or calling in life. Uh, we all long to be part of something bigger than ourselves. We want to know why we, why we're here and what we're supposed to do. I always told my friend there, you know, that's before I was to save. I was say I was saying, Paul, you know, I think we're here for a mission. And I wasn't saved, but I, I had this in my soul. Mm. So everybody, I'm sure you have your no, it's ringing a bell here. Why am I here? It's not by chance. There's nothing, not, no such nothing. thing with God for chance, okay? So knowing and following God, okay? So uh, knowing and following God call on our life helps us make better decisions and keeps us persevering 
persevering, 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 persevering through difficult circumstances. Yes, because you're claiming you're healing or you're having trouble at work. It's very difficult. But, you know, when you know your call of God, when you look at the big picture, it's going to give you strength in the hope that God is going to accomplish his promise in your life. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes it's not always instant, instantly, you know. Hallelujah. So God's word gives us much guidance about how God wants his follower to live, but he also has a specific task, a task for each person. When God calls us to a simple task today or towards a full-time vocation, he will equip us with the heart, vision, support, and resources we need to carry out his call. Often, he is using the giftness and passion he already built into us when he created us. As we walk daily with him, a step at a time, he will reveal his desire for us. It might be to minister to the youth in our church, care for an ailing spouse, run a large corporation, feed the hungry, play, uh, play professional sports, mm -hmm. <laughs> or volunteer at a shelter. Or come even volunteer at the Second Chance Cafe. Amen. Answering God's call is not one time a one-time decision. Instead, it's a daily walk with Him. Being where He wants us to be. Doing what He has prepared for us to do. This series of daily steps answering God's calls will become a life lives for a life lived for His glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So what does God calls follower to do? First of all, evangelize. <laughs> yeah. Tell people about Jesus. Amen. You know, that's it. How can they know if you don't speak? Amen. How can you speak if you're not sent out? Again. How can you be sent out if you're not saved? Exactly. So first you accept Jesus, then you go and tell everybody what the Lord has done for you and the joy that's in your heart. Amen. And then if we look at Matthew 22, 37 to 39, it says, you must, he calls us also to, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm -hmm. All your soul, all your mind, and this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second, equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. So that's a already there. This is a big calling. Amen. Because it's not everybody that's lovable. That's but we right. got, <laughs> you know, I can't be always lovable, you know. But, you know, it's, that's why, you know, um, we've got to remind ourselves how God loved me, even when I was not lovable. I should show the same mercy and same mm -hmm. patience with people that are not that lovable, you know? So this is one of the calling that God is answering us. So uh, also, everything that we do, we should do it for the glory of God. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says, Whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the drink, it's not about what you're eating, but it's about always being mindful that, you know, maybe you do have something to eat, but maybe other people don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, do it for the glory of God. If you if you can't spare a buck or whatever, everything is free at the cafe, but you have something to eat at your home. Why don't you just send a little gift there at the cafe mm -hmm. to, to keep the mission going? Amen. That could be something that God could call you to, to do, to, to be a help from those ministry. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. And Colossians 3.23 says, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather for people. Yeah, so even at your job, if you, you don't like their boss or the people you're working with and you find it very difficult, well, see it more as you're working for Jesus. And, and then the persecution you're receiving, God's going to reward you. Amen. God's going to help you through that. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to finish with Galat 5.16. Boop. 
Okay? Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yeah, you were speaking about Before that. Before we got saved, I, I walked in the flesh. I lived in the flesh. I desired to live in the flesh. Sin was my main thing that I wanted to do. But then I came to know the Lord. And then he says, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the the lust of the flesh. And that it took time for the flesh to die and crucify it because I read the word of God and I obeyed it. And mm. Amen. And I like because it says, let the Holy, well, the, another version would say, let the Holy Spirit guide your life because, you know, it's not just also thinking with your mind, you know, because people, if, it, you know, like those people that were, that were, um, Saying that, uh, accusing other brethren and that they're they're walking in new age uh, movement thinking because you're thinking with your mind. That's, it, that's the flesh. You're not seeing the Holy Spirit right now. You're because how could how could good come from the devil? Okay. Can can the devil heal somebody? No way. How, no, there's always a catch. You know, if he's going to heal your arm, you're going to have cancer. There's always a catch. He doesn't heal the devil. He's a deceiver. The, he's a deceiver. How could a demon? How could a demon cast out another demon? Mm -hmm. There's no way. It's that's why they were calling Jesus. A, a, he was a, the son of Beelzebub. Something like that, you know, yeah. craziness. So if Jesus was here today, he would be seeing that because people are not walking in, in the spirit. spirit. You gotta walk in the spirit, and then you won't accomplish Amen. this thing of the. So how do we walk in the spirit, uh, Pastor Nick? First, reading the Word of God and obeying it. Number one. Amen. Number two. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, which is when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're, you're allowing Him to lead you. Amen. You're not thinking with your mind. You're not thinking with your experiences. You're thinking with the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And that's how you walk in it and you do godly things. Amen. And that's what we pray for everybody here listening at Amen. the Second Chance Cafe podcast. We're already out of time, but uh, maybe uh, next time we'll talk more about the, the call of God on your life. There's so many much verses we could have shared with you today. But if you have any, uh, if you feel the call of God right now on your life to commit to God, well, do uh, listen to what Nick is going to pray now today and connect with us today uh, with the Holy Spirit and receive uh, the prayer that Nick is going to share with you right now. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, Rich and I come in agreement Amen. that because your word says that if two of us come together and agree as touching anything on this earth, it shall be granted by our Heavenly Father. Yeah. Father God Almighty, we ask that you bless everyone listening, that they will not walk in the flesh, not walk according to experiences, but walk in the spirit, Lord, being led by you. Lord, have your way in their lives, Lord, as they submit themselves to you. The Bible says, submit yourselves unto God. Father, it's a will. It's an act of the will of each and every one of us that we will submit our lives unto you, and then you will guide and direct us. Let your will be done. Bless each and every one that is listening to do your will. Father, we thank you for this day. We ask that you, as you work, as you, by the will that we surrender to you, Lord God, you will accomplish many wonderful miracles. Lord, let your will be done. And bless each and every one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 If you have been blessed, don't forget to share the podcast and uh, give us a call. Like I said, uh, we, we said the phone number, but I'm still going to put it in the description. And come visit us at 5850 Jean Talon East. We are welcome. We love you. God bless you. See you next time. God bless you. Amen. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.
everything I desire Only this I see Just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever This will be my posture Laying at your feet Oh, just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever Dearest Father, dearest Father Closest friend, most beautiful Most beautiful, oh, oh, oh. Dearest Father, closest friend Most beautiful, most beautiful only this I seek Just to dwell, dwell, dwell Here forever This will be my posture Laying at your feet Oh, just to dwell, dwell, dwell Here forever Fix my eyes on you. 
with just one look Everything changes I'm captivated I'll never be the same With just one look Everything changes I'm captivated I'll never be the same With just one look Everything changes I'm captivated I'll never be the same With just one look Everything changes I'm captivated I'll never be the same With just one look Everything changes I'm captivated I'll never be the same with just one look. Everything changes. I'm captivated. I'll never be the same with just one look. Everything changes. I'm captivated. I'll never be the same. Father, closest friend, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, dearest Father, dearest Father, closest friend, most beautiful, most beautiful, dearest Father, Most beautiful, most beautiful, dearest father, dearest father, closest friend, most beautiful, most beautiful, there are no words, there's nothing left. Our love sings to you. Oh, there are no words. There's nothing left. My life sings to you. Oh, there are no words. There's nothing left. Our love sings to you. Oh, 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 there are no words. There's nothing left. Our love sings to you.